Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. Or 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, where you hop into our DeLorean and go back in time with a podcast that talks about the past, including pop culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better, pancakes or French toast. All shows are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. This is the Brothers Bear Network. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. Some you can't disguise. Twisted truth and half the news. Can't hide it in your Everybody, welcome back to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Santos, and as always, I am joined by... Freddy Morales. Yes, welcome back, sir. Yes, I was in the Las Nubes, in the clouds. In the clouds, yeah, he was. He was uh, looking at, at pictures of, of himself, just being like, oh, look at me, I'm not pretty. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually looking, uh, learning more cannabis. You know, I'm always doing some research. So I was looking oh, at yeah. what kind of cloud that was. Yeah, there you go. Oh, let's see the cloud, the high cloud. He was a little high, you know, <laughs> the weed. It's like, you ever, oh, it's like you, you ever listen to Depeche Mode on weed? <laughs> All the time. Dude, I live on Melrose. Melrose smells like weed. You it's know, all just yeah. You don't, it's, you, go you, don't even, you don't even have to buy weed. You just walk on the street. You're like, damn man, that was a high sativa. What was that, dog? That was called Angel Blue. <laughs> it's like, all right. For those of you that don't know, Melrose is a is a pretty big street, a uh, famous street that's in Hollywood. Freddie lives in the heart of Hollywood. He's right where the protests happened, actually. So I fear yeah. this is where we should acknowledge a real quick of what happened, of what was going on, uh, if. If you're wondering, oh. uh, you heard Melrose. That was one of the big protests that happened. Um, and yeah, if, you, if you're following Freddie's feed, he was posting videos. Yeah, it was crazy. I actually went to the protest uh, out in the park here. And it was beautiful. It was a good, good, good turnout. I mean, even under the COVID-19, you know, lockdown and wearing the mask, people were wearing their masks. And everybody, it was the first time that I felt a lot of people around me. It was crazy, but we were all there as one. And just, you know, that day things changed and Melrose and Fairfax just became like a, a war zone. Uh, I've never seen anything like that. It actually took me back to 92, the LA riots. So I was like, oh my God, I even told my girlfriend, I go, you know what, there's a huge crowd. And unfortunately, you know, I don't know, things might get a little, a little, uh, you know, wild. And sure enough, it did. And I, I totally understand their point of protesting. I totally understand the movement. Um, yeah. And, and I'm behind, um, you know, Black Lives Matter. And but just to see it in front of me here, the action and, and just the cry of help and to acknowledge what is really going on in today's world was very eye opening, not just for me, but also for my girlfriend and everybody around us here on Melrose. Melrose is uh, it's a cool street. You know, it's there's there's a lot of there's a mom and pop stores and not a lot of corporate stores here. This is where I mean, I'm a musician. I get my clothes here. Uh, my friend's store got burned down. You know, that doesn't matter. But just to let you know, it did affect a lot of us here, which we were all just surprised. A lot of stores were got banged up, got, you know, um, broken glass. Rest, some restaurants are not coming back. So it, 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 it did hurt Melrose. And Melrose has gone through so much. I mean, uh, it went through the whole, you know, the recession and, and, and a lot of people because these, these, 
these leases are very expensive. So it's very hard to keep a, a, a business of like or someone who designs original uh, clothing or, a, you know, a hair salon. And there are a lot of them. Furby, that's my dog. And um, <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all serious and out of nowhere. Furby, 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 sh- stop it. Quiet. <laughs> He's my buddy. He protects me. Uh, but yeah, but, but, but I, there's a lot of art now. And, you know, George Floyd, we, there's a lot of uh, uh, memory and memorial artwork now. And it's beautiful. There's a lot of like, just, you know, a, a turnaround. But yeah, this was the Mecca of the whole the whole uh, situation with what happened and you know there's still protesting and there's protests and i think there's going to be protesting until everybody gets a message especially the higher ups you know exactly and, uh, i came and, uh, across uh when i was out delivering uh was it yesterday i think it was yesterday or saturday uh when i was out you know freaking doing my deliveries trying to drop off some weed and whatnot and then <laughs> I see the street starting to close. And I was on Sunset Boulevard, like Sunset where like, I think where the two freeway is, where it ends off yeah. over there. Yeah. Like I think it's a uh, Glendale street. Yeah. And, um, and I see the whole street closed off at that part of Sunset Boulevard and, and they're all protesting. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I, I understand there was a, there was, there was looting, you know? Yes. Um, but yes. honestly, that, don't there's there's people that are going to try to use that to take away from what the message is but if you look now none of like i i haven't heard of any of uh, anything of looting or none of that like everything has been protesting because like you said uh there's people out there who just take uh who take the opportunity of something that's positive and then they go ahead and ruin it i mean i saw the looters in front of me (laughs) in in front of me they didn't care they didn't care if you even had a camera it was like i was like man these guys have some balls yeah, and you, you know, see and protesters trying to stop them too. Like yeah, that's yeah, of see. course. Like, of course. like, dude, no, don't. Like, and you know, it it reminds me of when I was a kid in high school. I mean, no, in junior high. I'm trying to remember what the there was a certain prop that I couldn't, and it had to do with Latinos. I can't remember what the prop was, and I remember it it went around that there was gonna be a walkout. And you saw like certain students that took that as an opportunity just to leave because they wanted to go home and ditch. <laughs> like, like you know, like that. That that's how I felt. Of like yeah. certain people. Obviously, there there are gonna be people that take advantage, but then there's others that are 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 not are 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 out there doing this for a reason because of what happened to George Floyd and many others. And there's a yes, and there's a lot others. of injustice <clears throat> happening out there. So we just want to acknowledge that, you know, eighty eight and the Brothers Bear Network, you know, yes. we support the protests. Exactly. We support Black Lives Matter. It's it was just and I'm glad that, you know, this is happening out there, the protesting, because it's like there I'm telling you, there's an injustice that's happening, especially with the cops and it sucks. And I feel because of the technology we have now, it's being put out there and people are seeing it, but this needs to stop. And they're going out there and they're protesting. Look, and unfortunately, if you've read the news, unfortunately, there's some other, there was another shooting. Yeah. It just never ends, man. man. And I even told my girlfriend what's going to happen again. And sure enough, within a one week, you know, you hear about this other person who got shot could have, you know, they could have, you know, the police could have used another type of force. I, I mean, if you're unarmed, do not use the damn fucking gun. I mean, I don't understand, man. Some of them are trigger happy. I know people are going to say, hey, Freddie, what do you know about guns? You know, my, my dad had a rifle. We had guns at our house, you know. We, we, we know how to use firearms and all that. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I mean, a gun is a very powerful. That's it. If, you know, you don't have any arms and the other person does, I mean, there's no, there's no reason to use that kind of force you can use another type of force but unfortunately you know what i think everybody needs to open up their fucking eyes and say what's up because you're taking a human life there's no respect for human life you know and 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 yeah it's it's deep it's a deep deep issue we all have our certain ways of how we feel about this but you know we're all human beings man and 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 i love every brother and sister out there we're all you know brothers and sisters man doesn't matter you know, for me, I, I've always been very open and very just, I love everybody and enough is enough. And uh, I think people are now opening up their eyes, bro. That's why today is not like yesterday. We're living different times. Exactly. And, you know, you and I are entertainers and we try to let people know that we yeah, are, but we're also human beings. We laugh and all that, but we know what's going on. And basically that's why we're just saying this, that we're acknowledging, yeah. we're living it, we're breathing it. 
we're checking ourselves. I check myself too. We all need to check ourselves. We're not perfect, but we need to check ourselves to not, you know, to be, you know, just to be, to love everybody and just, that's it. Yeah. That's it now. There you go. That's my speech. (laughs) That was perfect, man. I think you summed it up perfectly. That came from the heart. Yeah. We're going to do a show. We're going to bring some Chuck, some yucks. I mean, some laughter, you know, but don't, don't forget about what's happening out there. Today they announced that Star Wars Celebration is canceled. You know, a lot of the the big fairs that were coming up are canceled. Conventions, San Diego Comic Con, concerts. But because of technology, it's made it for other people, especially entertainers, to get out there. So I'm just going to tell you something. That in 1987, Depeche Mode released their, their sixth studio album, Music for the Masses. The album features such hits as Never Let Me Down Again, Strange Love, Behind the Wheel, and one of my favorites, Nothing. Wait, did you freeze? No. Oh, shit. You're, you're like so, <laughs> so... Because I heard a little glitch, and then I was like, oh, he's not moving. Did I just lose That's him? That's so funny. I tricked you as I froze. Like, I froze. <laughs> <laughs> well, Depeche Mode went on to tour, uh, on tour to support the album, perfectly titled Music for the Masses. On June 18, 1988, Depeche, Depeche Mode hit their final stop of the tour and performed a landmark performance at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. This show would become known as 101. This Thursday, it's the 23rd anniversary of that show. Well, Freddie is doing something special. Freddie, what is that? Take it away. I sir. am doing a uh, anniversary of 101 live stream performance, June 18th, on the same day that Depeche Mode did that legendary, amazing concert. And uh, I'm going to get together with my boys. It's been a, a long time. We haven't seen each other since our last show was at the Slide Bar, which was in Fullerton. And that was in March 13th, something like that. And that was it. So we're going to get together. We, I decided to do 101. And falls on this Thursday. It'll be at 7 o'clock at uh, Pig's Studio out in uh, somewhere private. But it's going to be uh, streamed through Periscope, which is uh, a good studio. You can download the browser. You don't have to you know, buy anything. It's free. You just download the browser and or go to the browser and and you're good you can go to my facebook page you'll see the invite there and the link seven o'clock la time and an hour and 30 minutes of the full album plus uh, questions and answers with the band so it's gonna be exciting i'm excited i haven't been on stage or sang depeche in a while uh well you said you're doing music for the masses, right? The whole yes. album, or you're yes. doing the the 101 album? No, I'm doing the 101 album. Okay, so you're you're basically recreating yeah. the Rosebow 101 exactly. show. <laughs> nice, there. Yeah. So there you have. If you are a fan, that's the plan. That's the yeah, plan. If you if you love Depeche Mode, you're a fan of Depeche Mode, and you love 101, because that honestly, it's they have a few live albums. But that honestly is like one of the best live albums out there of theirs. It's, it's my favorite live album. You got to check them out. And w- with these guys, it, when you when you when you hear tribute bands like this is the ultimate of the tribute bands out there because you are are literally it feels like you are seeing Depeche Mode. You're listening to Depeche Mode. You hear Freddie talking, doing jokes, but when you hear him sing, man, like you, it becomes you hear Dave Gahan. And it's trust me, I've seen this guy perform. It's amazing, and and I've known this guy for years. But th- this guy freaking he nails it, man. So you guys got to check you, it out. So if you love Depeche Mode, you love music for the masses, one hundred and one. You want to celebrate that anniversary? That it is this Thursday. So yes. if you're hopefully you're not listening, you're listening. This it's going to be Tuesday when you listen to this episode. So this Thursday, check it out. All the links head to eight, 88 miles per hour podcast on Facebook, Instagram. Check it out. You can find it or, or, or follow Freddie. When I post the links, you could get all the information and watch it live. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I appreciate it. And we're going to do our best. You know, it's live. Everything's going to be live and we're just going to hit play and let's go. I'm looking that's, forward to it. That's cool, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for letting me promote that. Of course, man. I'm all you. You know, you you are you are a host now, man. You oh, are I officially wow. the host, man. Like the, of 88 miles, man. 
See something something good out of COVID nineteen. This came out. See, look at this yeah. this new this new uh, uh, collaboration and uh, connection with now with something I love to do. You know, watch movies. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's just like and for for you, it, it's it's um. What was I gonna say? Now now you have two avenues. You got you got the you freaking the stage presence of singing, and then you also have the talking, the the comedic chops. Like, see, man, you do it all, man. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed that I'm here and people want to listen and you know you, people want to collaborate with me. So I'm all good. Orale, dale gas. Let's go, man. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, before we get into that, I wanna I want to do some quick shout-outs, ladies and gentlemen. So let's take it away to the shout-out. All right, my first shout out goes to Ruining Our Childhood. This is a podcast. First off, I want to say thank you. They gave us an amazing review on on a Apple Podcasts, and that helps us a lot. So thank you. Make sure, please, ladies and gentlemen, if you can do the same, that would be great. It helps us. But Ruining Our Childhood podcast gave us an awesome review. It helps us on um, – I, I actually, I'm just repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it also to check out their podcast, this podcast, um, of course, it's it's like a, a retro style podcast where they review movies just like us. But the awesome thing is, if you listen to this show and our show, completely, totally different shows, because the way they do their show is they literally go into the perspective of watching a film. And then they tell you if it continues to live up where we just talk about stuff that we love and whatever we're there, wow. they do it like, hey, does this movie still hold up? We saw this as kids. Is it still good today? So that's how they do it. So it's a nostalgic, yeah, it's a nostalgic weekly podcast where a married couple rewatches and reviews their favorite 90s and 2000 movies to decide if they still hold up to their adult standards. So that's what they do. And they do it completely different. They don't just do a review where they they do little segment bits about like the the actors, uh, jokes. If it's like, okay, here's some jokes that would not work today like it's it's a really good show really good show so i would say check it out uh so shout out to uh ryan and ashley who are the hosts of that show also too want to give another shout out to who become friends of ours they you know they they they've given they've talked to us about how they love the show they talk about you freddie uh i've gotten some comments so it's a lore school uh podcast it's l o r e school because it sounds my girlfriend says it sounds like i'm saying lore but i'm saying lore or lore. Well, meaning like not l-o-w-e-r i'm saying l-o-r well i i hear lore and not right. lore right but she's saying i'm saying the exact same thing <laughs> <laughs> and they told me that they're like hey um it sounds like i'm on so so you don't get lost but check them out they um they're very much it's like it's almost it's not a horror podcast but they do talk about stuff like i i know in in their what it says in the description, it says like it's like the Creeper Chronicles of Monster High. Join your boy and girl as we uncover the influences be- behind the Monster High universe and, it, and it's incredibly unnecessary lore. And with them, it seems like, oh, they're just going to talk about Monster High, the, you know, this cartoon or doll thing. But no, they actually do where they, they talk about this anime that they saw. They say that's one of their favorite episodes people say they really love. I've seen where they talk about you know, this BBC show with Dracula. So check them out. They're, they're really cool. They're friends of the show. Uh, so yeah. And then last that I want to, uh, Oh, uh, another podcast Friday five podcast sent us stickers. They're at my parents' house, but they sent the show some stickers and nice. posters and stuff. So that's cool. So thank you guys for doing that. And last there's this <clears throat> podcast. It's called, it's just a dream podcast. Well, they were inspired by my Back to the Future 3 little remake thing that I did. And he ended up doing one with his kids where they did Halloween. So they did a little scene. Oh, nice. And I posted about it. So check it out. So, so yeah. yeah, so check them all out. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that's the shout outs for this week. All right. Now we got the movie. Liar, liar. So we're doing movie two. We've done already the mass. Now we're continuing our what is this called? Our series. There you go. Our series of Jim Carrey films. So yes. Freddie chose this film. So take it away, Freddie. Hello, hello. Well, today we're going to be talking one of my favorite other movies from Jim Carrey, Liar Liar, a movie that came out in 1997. And it stars uh, Jennifer Tilly and uh, 
Well, there's else? this like newcomer. I think his name is Jam Jom Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's. <laughs> Yeah, the newcomer, Jam Carries. From- he's a, he's no, he's going nowhere. He's a nobody. He's nowhere, man. No, and yeah. he stars, of course, Jim Carrey. Yeah, is the lead of that film. And Liar Liar, interesting film because everybody lies. Yeah, it all depends on what your level of uh, how high of a lie you lie. Yeah, that's true. See, but I, I guess with his version of lying is that the reason why it's like, yeah, everybody lies and he's a lawyer. So it's like, oh, you got to make the lawyer. He's a liar. But I Which guess we're hilarious. They chose a lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> it's just that I guess with him, it's his lying affects his kid, affects yes. his family. Max. So that's where like, that's why you want to see, because if that didn't affect you, are like, oh, who cares? He's a liar. Everybody lies, whatever. But when you see that it his line does affect his family, his kid, you want to see his change. So, but it, it's a it's a really good concept. I like the idea that a kid makes a wish and causes yes. his father, who's constantly he he constantly lying, especially to his kid, can no longer lie for twenty four hours. And he's a lawyer, so out of all people. The one guy who 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 needs to lie because of the type of lawyer he is can't lie, and comedy ensues. Exactly for twenty four hours he can't lie. Yeah, due to his son's birthday wish after he's disappointed all the time. He's always disappointing his son, and the little kid, he, if you, he had the most amazing thick hair. I was like, <laughs> wow, that hair's a, kid. A, uh, he had such a mushroom haircut. Yeah, and it's played by Justin Cooper. If you look at him now, he doesn't have any hair. It's like, oh, what he's, happened? He's bald? Yeah. I'm going to look him up right now. Yeah, Justin Cooper. Let me see. And yeah, he's lost his hair. <laughs> hey, man, I, I feel him. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. Hey, he, looks, he looks like a football player. Is he a football player? I have no idea. But yeah, it does look like a football player. I mean, look, he, I mean, he changed a lot. You know, some people still look the same as a kid, but he went through like, wow, you can't even recognize him. But yeah, Dad, that, he played that guy Max. looks older than me. <laughs> he played Max, little Max, who wished his father could never lie for 24 hours. Seriously. It is so weird when you see these kid actors, what they look like now when they grow up. Wait, I, is that really him? Because there's so many yeah, pictures it. that say, excuse me, oh, this is him. Because there's this one that says, oh, look, the liar, liar, cute kid. And he looks like a big-time football player. But then there's another photo that literally looks like him, and he has glasses. But he yeah, has hair. I, I'm looking at one where he's wearing a suit, and he's like a little beard, but no hair. You know, like a little bit of hair, but not like to what he was. <laughs> not the kind of hair he had during the movie. It's like, yeah, wow. yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think Jim Carrey was hilarious. I think he used all his comedy to just, I remember just laughing all the time. I mean, I had a stomach ache of just the laughter of just all the jokes, especially when he's in that meeting with all of them in there and he's all. Oh, he's all roasting them? Yes, because the boss tells him, hey, do so-and-so. And he was like. This guy, so and so, he's got bad breath at his mother, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> oh, that was most hilarious, hilarious moment. See, what I didn't understand about that scene right before that is because, what's her name? Miranda, right? Yeah, Miranda. Okay, there we go. See, yeah, see, Miranda, she overhears Jim or Fletcher talking to his secretary that I can't lie. And she's like, she kind of snoops in and then she smiles about it. She's like, huh? And then she uses that to take him to the boss. Yes. Yes. Why? Why would you do that? If you were so, I think I was right. I think I was confused too, but I just moved on from that. I was like, Oh, well, I'm just going back to it. (laughs) You're like, ah, who cares? Is that what lawyers do? I'm going to ask my lawyer friends. Did you guys do that stuff? It's like, do you guys, yeah, do you guys, uh, you guys backstab each other like that? Or I don't know how you guys play because your, your field is pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to get that court case and when, you know, make that big money. You know? Yeah. And that's what these lawyers are trying to do. And, you know, Jim Carrey, he just, and I think that's the thing the movie is about Jim Carrey, just focusing just on himself and not really, really. I mean, you can still, and there's, there's a quote there where Jim Carrey says, you know, I know mommy and I don't get along, but you know, we're going to see each other 
And, but he had such a good connection with his dad that he, he wanted, you know, I had a good connection with my father and that's what I think it touches a lot. It, you know, about how, you know, growing up and having that father figure is very important growing up. Yeah. Or, or mother. This budget for the movie was $45 million and 45, 40 million went to uh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when at the time he was one of the highest paid actors. Oh, he, dude. He yes. $20 million doing this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah. Then, so, shit. So if this, yeah, holy hell. I mean, I know you're making a joke, but if this movie was, yeah, $45 million budget, 20 of that went to Jim Carrey. What the hell? Yeah. You know who I liked in this movie who was very hot? And I think she's a very hot woman. What? Jennifer Tilly. Really? Actress. And she's a poker player, too. Oh, yeah. She's a really good poker player. Yeah. Like, and she... I just like, I like her raspy voice. Hi, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, all right, come on, let's go dance some Depeche Mode. Right. Know? Oh, yeah. is, I, I, I I don't know like I guess because they make her out to be a horrible villain in this movie. I've liked her in other movies. Uh, it, it makes you hate her. For me, she's I made now me 61 hate her. years old. She's sixty one. Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Who else is in? And then the guy, the the guy who is the boyfriend, the uh, the new oh, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie. Elves. Yeah, it's uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. I always struggle with his last name. Is Carrie uh, Elvis? Carrie, yeah, Carrie. Don't try whatever. Elves or Elvis. 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 Look at these Mexicans trying to pronounce Elvis. <laughs> hey, don't. F- that's tricky, man. Elvis. No, it's Elvis. <laughs> yeah, it's Carrie Alwis. Al- yeah, Carrie. Not Elvis. Elvis. And, 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 and I tease my dad about this, and then now I'm, my dumbass is all freaking can't even say his goddamn name. Hey, wait a minute. I forget. So this guy, yeah, so this guy was the Mr. Uh, Mr. Preppy, cool dude. Like, I like it when he tries to do what was that the thing claw. that Jim, the claw? It's the claw. The claw's going to get you. Come on, the claw. And the boy's like, <laughs> Mom, yeah, no. <laughs> do we have to, Mom? Do we have to go to Boston? <laughs> it's like he likes them, but he's just—he's just like they make him out to be such like a a, a geeky, you know nerdy what? Dad. He was the kid. He didn't. He was a. He was a. He was the worst kid performer. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. It was really bad. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What happened? It just—I don't know. I just felt like really scripted. There's other kids who can nail it, and this kid—I don't know. He just. And I'm, I, now they're gonna go. Wow, Freddie, it was just a kid. You know what, right. man? You're in Hollywood. You got to bring it. You're getting millions of dollars. You got to, you know. <laughs> hey, man. It, it, you know what? Hey, it, like people hated that kid from uh, freaking the Star Wars, Jake Lloyd. I mean, people for the the Phantom Menace. It's all right. People tend to hate kid actors sometimes, man. There are good no, actors. Not hate. Not hate. Dislike. Not hate. But this, I don't know. You just well, kind of hit the acting. Not not. You're not, not the like, kid. Yeah, just, you're not going to the kid it, like, hey, it was the script. Cooper, get yeah. out of here. Exactly. It was like, the script was not, I mean, he could have rehearsed a little more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, just, it was like, you know, like, there's some scenes you're like, what's going on here? You know, it's like, but oh, well, you know, it carried, it went well, and, and, and he did it, and he got money, and I don't even know what he's doing now. Well, see, that's why I'm trying to, I was trying to look up and there's like two different versions of this, of this kid, because there's one where he looks like him. You know what? You are right. I told you, dude, like there's, there's one... another picture that looks like a, he's like a football player. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like there's this one where you put Justin Cooper and you put images and it says the little cute well, kids. So if this you is click what we found, it... I, I found some, this is Justin Cooper is an American producer and former child actor who had his motion picture debut in comedy Liar Liar. Cooper started acting at age of five, appearing in Domino's Pizza Television. I remember I was like, hey, I want pizza. Why? And that haircut. And, <laughs> and he was a guest in, he did a lot of guest appearances on popular sitcoms like Full House. So he did a lot of stuff when he was a kid. I mean, the kid had a kid's face for TV. Yeah. You know? The kid, you can put, sell cookies, put this kid, there you go, selling cookies. You know, I know he. Way. I know at one point, like after Dennis the Menace was a huge movie, they did like a sequel to it on video. 
and he played Dennis, Dennis Mitchell. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he played Dennis in which, you know, I, I saw that and I was like, eh, it wasn't fun. Yeah. Okay, the <laughs> other guy, this guy, there's a new Justin Cooper. You know, every generation has got the same guy's names. So this Justin Cooper is someone else. This guy is like an executive producer of something. If you're looking at that picture, yeah. If a, you if you got can, a mustache and glasses, so that guy doesn't count. Yeah. If you guys <laughs> if you guys can actually send us what he actually looks like to us, uh, that'd be great. Just direct messages because well, <laughs> we can't figure out if that's Justin Cooper. This whole episode, forget liar liar. It's we're gonna be, we're gonna learn about Justin Cooper, his life, yes, his, his legacy, life. his you films. Know, it's, it's funny we always rear, veer off from like the main character is Jim Carrey to the most like <laughs> the yeah. kid. Like on Scarface, we went to the clown guy. Yeah, the, you know, <laughs> the mask. Like, we focused the mask, on the dog. On the dog, you know. It's like <laughs> it's those guys who are interesting characters. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I'm here to listen for Liar Liar. What is this Justin yeah. Cooper guy? Oh man, it's just this Cooper. movie was a massive hit. This movie made in the box office 302.7 million dollars. Uh, did you see this when it first came out? Yes, I did. I did because I was a big Jim Carrey fan. So anything that Jim Carrey released, I would, yeah, I would be Where, in line. I would be in line for a week. So you, you know? saw it in the theaters then? Yes, yes. Right. Yeah, I, I was, I, I was, look at, well, how old was I when this came out? I was 27. 27. All right. Yeah. Actually, I took a date on this one, I think. Yes, I did. What? Oh, look yes. at that. I was dating. Oh, nice. All sweet. I was back in, in the his... day when I was dating, back in the bachelor, <laughs> <laughs> my bachelor days. You yeah. buy your popcorn and saw that. Like, yeah. what do you want, baby? You want some popcorn? You want, what do you want? Some milk duds? What do you want? <laughs> You're like, we're going to watch a movie that's going to make <laughs> us want... laugh. <laughs> it's going to make, make us happy. laugh, and we're just going to laugh and laugh. Yeah, I saw this in the drive-in. It was a family movie. We all went to the drive-in, uh, violent drive-in, one of the few th- drive-in theaters that still exists. Um, that's where we that's went. Cool. We saw it. Yeah, it I don't still remember. Exist. Yeah, I don't remember what the second movie was, but yeah, uh, I just remember at the end they had the the bloopers. So that I thought that was the coolest part. If I was a boxer, I would bounce those things like Sugar Ray Leonard. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you your kids to your divorce. Well, it's working. I feel sorry for them already. For this, you will pay a terrible price. A goose. <laughs> now let's see. Weight, 105. Yeah, in your bra. Your Honor, I object. You would. Overactor. Jazz up. <laughs> Oh, I stayed there. Those were hilarious. You know, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, even today is still hilarious. He's a freaking funny Jim guy. Carrey. Dude, I mean, this guy was freaking massive. Like, like that's the thing. Like, I feel a lot of young kids don't really know who, how big Jim Carrey was. They probably know who Jim Carrey is because he's like, oh, yeah, like, you can introduce them to the, ma- the, the mask and stuff like that. Like, that's one of those movies, like, obviously, like, you always watch for everybody. Like, it's timeless. But, like, no one understands how massive this guy was. Like, when you saw him on anything, if he come on on some talk show or something right away, you're like, I got to watch it because this guy's hilarious. And he was just, like, he was always killing, man. Like, he was he was a freaking amazing. Like, like that's why, like, with Liar Liar, it was just, like, he had these, like, rotation of films that just freaking just blew it out of the park, man. Like, like let's see like for instance at this time frame like you know we're gonna be doing uh, i'm not sure what the next movie is but you know when you got yeah. with ace ventura after ace ventura like that was a hitch especially on video then you got the mask dumb and dumber you know he ended up being in batman forever and that was a massive movie played the riddler yeah, i yeah. thought he did a good job as oh, the riddler I, I did too i enjoyed it it wasn't really cheesy no he as i'm saying jim carrey you don't get cheesy no you get, you get I mean, he his latest movie, he did uh, what's that video game one? He played the villain. It just came out. Oh he, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. I yeah, thought he, he, I thought he was funny. He was good. He, he was good in that. He knows how to play those roles. He played yeah. both roles, you know. And I mean, he's very. Uh, his face is just so cartoonish, you know. Yeah. He can change his face is like his own mask, you know. He yeah. can change, uh, uh, you know just quickly like that it just amazes you and 
And that's that's what the and that's why I like Jim Carrey, man. And I well, that that's him. why he fit perfectly for this role because one thing he loved about doing this role is that you know he was always playing these zany characters wearing you know special you know masks or crazy hair or whatever this is the first time where he got to just be his use his regular hair he didn't have to have a crazy hairstyle right and and even used his hair as a prop when when he was like you know there's i have all these pictures of him oh man it's funny like he just he uses his hair everything you know you're talking about the part where he puts his hands in his hair and then he pushes it up Yes. And then that's when yes. I think he says, like, I can't lie or something yeah. like that. I, See, and that's what's cool because, like, with Jim Carrey, he's playing <laughs> like an everyday man. And you think, like, how is he going to be able to be the zany Jim Carrey? But it's the part where he can't lie that where oh, he becomes that Jim Carrey that we know. Like, for instance, when before the trial, they say, hey, are you guys going to come to an agreement? And Jim Carrey's there with Jennifer Tilly. And you see the the other actress, the other lawyer um who's played by what's what's her name uh Susie Kurtz and she's with the the the, yes Jennifer Tilly's ex-husband so they're like are you guys gonna settle and he wants to settle but he can't say he's like oh like and he's like "Mm." and he's like what's your case our case is simply this like all those faces is amazing because it's it's freaking funny and only jim like that's why like i don't see anybody else playing this role because i like if i try to picture other comedians let's just say like for instance robin williams as as amazing as as he was and you know and he it's like i don't think he would have been able to do emote that like because jim carrey wasn't saying anything he was just using his facial expressions his mouth his teeth his, his eyes and he's like know, and then the water of the prop. yeah i remember i remember he was drinking water yeah. that water prop was just all the time like excuse me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and when they're playing the audio of 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 her having sex, and then he yeah. just like spits it out. He's like, "Come on, come on!" And that's oh. why, like, it's great when he lies. And even when he lies, or no, he doesn't lie, but he tells the truth, and he realizes he's like, "Oh shit!" Like, I can't. I am say. telling the truth. You yes, know? And, and it's cool. Like when he's trying to just the pen, he's like, "This pen is." and he's like this pen you know and it's freaking awesome like like that that right there is jim carrey because it's like it's blue he's trying to say red and and then he starts fighting with the pen and he's like what are you doing like as if the pen comes alive and is trying to stab him like exactly only jim carrey could have pulled this role like there's Uh, no one else that and he when he when he marked his face with the marker oh my god that was hilarious (laughs) And he put tape. Maybe he put tape around his face. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, when you pop the 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 secretary comes in, she's like, "Is everything all right?" And he pops up, and he has blue written on his face everywhere. And he's like, yeah. The pen is blue. She was the secretary. Her name was Anne Haney. Greta. That was her name. Greta. Yeah, Greta. There we go. Very cute little lady. Reminded me of my. Uh... Wow, she was my what English teacher. Reminds me of my English teacher. And there goes Furby. <laughs> well, see, she's been in a lot of stuff, but for me, I know her best from being in Mrs. Doubtfire, where she's like the social yes, worker. Of course, yes. Where she comes up, and that's yeah. where like he's like he doesn't have his mask, and then he looks in the fridge and has Hello. the cake. Yeah. <laughs> he's like oh he's like this is cream and when he walks out she like gets some of it and puts it on her cheek like that's where i remember her best from was that in which i've seen her and other stuff she's been in uh curb your enthusiasm and stuff like that like but dude she passed away already uh may 26th of 2001 oh shit i didn't yeah at 67 oh she was young yeah studio city she was yeah studio city you know yeah she was in mrs doubtfire and she was greta in liar liar yeah but she she was great because there's that scene where he reveals to her that i can't lie and then she's like really and then she's like remember when i wanted that raise and he's like you know what i don't want to do this right now 
was that bracelet really tiffany no it was yeah the the frame and then she's like like, no frame a garage sale for 650 i marked it down from ten dollars and she's like nope oh my god that was hilarious (laughs) And, and that's why like with this movie it's like you see all of this like because it's like he he realizes he's a bad father so his thing is like there you got two two actual you got two stories going on in this movie that revolve around Jim Carrey. You got the 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 main plot of the story is his relationship with his son and the girlfriend that might end up leaving because of the boyfriend. He proposed to her and said, "Hey, you guys should go with me." And then you also have this side story of the actual court case so you get you get him trying to juggle these two things and it, and it's freaking awesome because it's like this court case it's good for his career it can make the he could make partner in which you always hear that about lawyers oh i made partner i made partner i never really understand what the hell that means but more, it make, you know what more money that's it dude. that's all it is it's more money more more partner what for more pizza no money this is money <laughs> And I, I, it makes me wonder. Let's just say the, the they never did the whole little. I wish he could never lie. What would he have said to one to win this case? Because just hearing this, like one in the very beginning, it's the and they, it's a prenup. It says you will not get anything if there's any infidelity. And right away she cheats. So she, there, this shouldn't have never gone to court. I don't understand how this went to court. But. No, exactly. But then it's sad. But then you see that she gets even more greedier and she takes, she asks and she goes, well, I want half. And he's like, why are you going to take half? The guy's already, you know, you got all the rights, you know, you got the full custody. Yeah. And now you're going to destroy this guy. And, you know, most people are like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you know what sucks about but, that? But, but but seriously, there's you know uh, a divorce and, and it does ruin people's lives. You know both parties. Oh yeah, of course. You know one gains, well, when, the other one loses. When yeah, especially when it when it comes to having kids, and that's the thing. Like in this movie, you get to see Jim Carrey. Like you know, we're obviously spoiling it. Like where Jim Carrey, they in the did end, I spoil you know, it? Oh, did I spoil it? Fuck. No, we're going to spoil it. Like you okay. know, like here's the thing. Like Jim Carrey at the end, he realizes what's happening because remember when they win the court case, he, they win it on a technicality because she was underage. Yes, Jennifer Tilly was underage when she got married, Maybe. so the 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 marriage was considered non-void. In which, if it was considered non-void. How would she get money if they were never married in the first place? Yeah, yeah. There's some. It's a Hollywood Wait, what? script. I just realized that. How yeah. would? What the hell? Okay. It's a Hollywood script. Yeah, but she shouldn't have gotten anything if they never got married. The marriage was never legal. She should. They. But she was married. You know, like in California, there's if you're together, not married for seven years, you do get half because that's considered marriage. So it fell under that. I guess, but yes, <laughs> you know that's that's true. If, if here in California, like you know, you're not married, but you've been partnered, living together, and for seven years, after seven years, and then you guys split yeah. up or something happens, and you know, it's it's weird, bro. It's these, you know, I don't understand it. You know, let, let me see. Let's see. When when finally, when Fletcher is bound to lose the case, he discovers that Samantha had lied about her age and therefore had signed the prenuptial agreement as a minor, rendering the contract void. This entire oh, okay, so that's where okay, that that's where the where I forget, like I completely forgot about this part. That's what it is. Is they signed a prenup, so the prenup it didn't right. matter. She wasn't so. That means be, it didn't matter that they got married or not. That she the age signed. didn't affect the marriage. Right. The age is what affected was the prenuptial agreement. Agreement. So, prenuptial agreements. So that means. <laughs> so that means it didn't matter about them getting married, even though she was under age. Tonight on prenuptial agreements. Because you would always hear these stories of like, like old people. They were like sixteen when they got married. The girl was like 15, like back when in the 50s. And I know, all that, so. but look, I know people are like, what the hell? But I don't know. Times are different over there. I mean, I wouldn't say it's just yeah. different. It's, it is weird, but it's different. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> well, the thing is, is that what sucks about this movie uh, on this aspect is like, okay, 
you find out that she's starting to be a bitch because she wants to take full custody of the kids and this dad seems like he's a good dad and i remember when like she's like come on let's go so like stop yelling i'll give you something to yell about and the kid runs to the dad hugs him whatever no, mom, daddy no yeah and fletcher like doesn't want to be partner he realizes what he did and he takes off yeah and all the lawyers are all happy they're like all right yeah well this family's still gonna be effed up whatever he did just screwed over these kids and this guy so it still sucks like in the movie you forget about that because he runs off he chases after his kid with the airplane but what's gonna happen to this family like especially these kids and the dad like he just I remember the line i remember the line and like she's leaving come on let's go kids don't you have some checks to sign yeah damn girl damn and And that's why like that's why i don't like her dude they made her evil in this like she's an evil lady and all she cared about was money she was she was cheating that wasn't her she was acting i know but that's why I'm saying, like, that was a good role. I mean, she was a bitch. I'm like, damn, bitch, well, you're pretty. No, that's you're what bitch. I'm saying. Like, there's roles sometimes <laughs> where, like, a character plays something that you love to hate. Like, and she played a character that I love to hate. You know, it's like it me. Was, I, I like this the the Seth guy, the the guy who had the double, you know, that lightsaber. What was his name? The Dark Seth. Or, what? Oh, wait, are you talking about Star Wars now? <laughs> yeah, that's like was. I jumped into oh, there. Oh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, that okay. guy. And they cut him off. You know, like yeah, like right away he comes in. And, well, in in that film he dies, but he was all in the. If you watch the animated uh, shows, though, he's in there. Like no, the Clone Wars. I want to. I want to see the real fucking. You want to? Yeah. I mean, I if you saw back. the Solo movie, the the Han Solo film, uh, I couldn't, dude. I couldn't. You know why? That why? Guy, I don't know. He's just not. He's not, I don't know, he's not Han Solo to me, bro. I don't know. Hey, I, I, hey. I skipped it. I totally skipped that one, bro. Hey, you're, 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 <laughs> but think about it. Someone could easily say right now, be like, hey, but you're not Dave Gahan, but we still love you. You still put on a performance. You're amazing. You didn't even give this guy a chance. It'd be like, hey, we're going to go see what? this band. Think about it. We're, hey, look, look, look. Just imagine this. Just imagine this. I'm like with my buddies or whatever. I'm like, hey, we're going to go see this band. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a tribute to Depeche Mode. I want to see real Depeche Mode. No, man, like th- th- this guy does it. He, he's, he's great. He's amazing. It's almost like watching Dave Gahan. He's like, nah, man, I, I want the real Dave Gahan. I'm not going to go see them. That's basically what you're saying right here where you're like, I'm not that. No, I, we got to have real Han Solo. It's like you never gave the guy a chance. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't, no, look, 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 look. Because I, I totally understand. I totally understand where you're coming from. But Star Wars has been very hard for me to transition because I come from the old school. I mean, yeah. I come. I was the first generation of Star Wars, and to see it evolve, which is great. And people are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" For like, my brother's a big Star Wars. He's been able able to share that with his kids, and it's great but i don't know i don't know it's just weird for me i think i just think that it's just you know it's just part of life where you you hate to see it go to the next generation and I, let them let them I'll deal just, with it you know what i'm I'll, saying i was just giving you a hard time now i, I trust me i get it uh you're watching it you're I'm, like, just, I'm just explaining that's harrison, myself that's not harrison ford i want i want harrison ford i know my brother told me you got to watch it too because he knows how you know just weird i am like that without it but i will i will i'll get to it it's like him also telling me about the the one they got online the disney channel what's that one called the Dis- the but the star wars oh, one they got on disney all right no no hold on though you you got that is good the mandalorian okay. the okay, mandalorian is it. amazing okay bro. okay so you're the second person my brother because and you now all right here's the I'll, thing though i'm gonna watch it what you're pulling here sorry jim like, carrey sorry you jim got carrey. i know <laughs> Hey, that's our show, bro. We never, Thank we never much. stay on the topic. We always go somewhere else. Now we're talking freaking Star our, Wars and Mandalorian. must be going like, damn, these guys say one thing and then they go to the. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, it's but yeah, Mandalorian, dude. No, that's a good show. Trust me, it's okay, it's okay. amazing. And I'll then plus, um, I, 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 you know what? I get. I was just giving you a hard time, but I get the solo thing. Like I understand because you know, you know him as as freaking Harrison Ford, Harrison Harrison Ford. Ford. you know, where with Mandalorian, 
there is no like oh who the mandalorian existed before no this is a brand new character so okay it's not like you're being introduced to someone playing someone else i'm just tired you know of getting I mean? introduced to a new character now i'm just i'm older dude i'm like who's this guy who's this guy now yeah oh fuck where's the other dude oh he died too what now oh fuck all right whatever and see that's why this is <laughs> these are half hour episodes and okay, they okay. They're, they're easy to follow. There's no, you don't need to know mythology. Like, and that's, what's cool about it. Like it's it you can just jump it's, in. You can get out like in a roller coaster. Like, Hey, yeah. does it go high? Yeah, dude, get on. Dude. Let's you know, go. you want to watch episode seven, go for it. Dog. Right. Like, check it out. Eh? All right. <laughs> you cool. know? And yeah, freaking, but it, it really feels like you're watching the old school star Wars films, the, the original trilogy. You know, look at, I tell you because I, I worked in film. I worked in film for 10 years. I subtitled thousands of film, you know, Big budgets, no budgets, a little bit of yeah. budgets, you know, all from all over the world. So I've seen a lot, which is kind of just sucks because it ruined the movie because I would see it before all of you would see it. And, and but it, it did teach me a lot about how to appreciate film. Yeah. And and when I see a film, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, I'm just very, very, you know, I love film. And so I just hate it's like the 80s movies, man. They're ruining it. Just stick with the original. Just don't even remake it. You know, leave or, them alone. Or remake a movie that failed and you want to try to make it better or fix That'll it. work. This, see, that. There's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of them in the 80s that didn't work. And maybe with today's technology, it will even look better or even they can even it'll revive it. You know? Exactly. There's so much good material out there. See, that that's needs- why, like, take films that, you know, originally released. It's like, oh, man, you know, they tried it. The execution failed. Like, why not get a movie? He's like, all right, well, let's try it again. Let's let's punch up the script. Let's get some different, obviously different actors. And, you know, why better effects? And maybe it'll be a good movie then. Okay, like, like, like going back to Liar Liar. Like, yeah. <laughs> what what movie, back. okay, what movie has, can, can you compare to Liar Liar today? And from the time this movie was released in 90, 1997. Seven. Yeah, 97. To now, is there anything that's just even close to that? With Jim Carrey's character, no, I can't think of it. Mm-mm. It's very, it's a very unique film. It's like so. You, that's why these films that we we showcase and we talk about, because these these films need to be revisited because they are fucking hilarious and they're yeah. funny. They they're for an hour and a half. You can sit together with your family, with your girlfriend, with you can you know, if you're bored. You can now with today's technology, you can watch it on your phone, your iPad, anything, and take these with you because they're really good films. Today's films suck, dude. I mean, I look at Netflix. There's so much shit. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is just, you know, yeah. I like I like it now. It's getting better. We got HBO Plus now, which now they have an '80s segment, uh, like. And it's all 80s, like all the Nightmare on Elm Streets are on there, which is crazy. I didn't even know there were I didn't six. sign up for that, but I love that there's an 80s section of it. I yes. got to get that now. Yes. And my girlfriend, who, you know, didn't, didn't, wasn't born in the 80s. She was born in the 90s. And, and she loves it. She was like, all the Nightmare, all the Friday the 13th, the original, you know. So that's cool that all the John Carpenter films are on there, too. So, you know, it's great to see these films for me to 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 come out especially like you know jim carrey liar liar yeah. uh, mrs doubtfire those movies you know yeah the that's why like these movies were so amazing like like push them don't make it new like i don't want to see a new liar liar like why like they, now, they should could you imagine if they would have made mrs doubtfire too even even uh even um oh my god hey they came close they actually did. Uh, Robin Williams was was actually like yeah, but you know, Robin Williams was going through financial stuff that he probably he he needed. He was like, shit, I need to do this movie to take care of my shit because he, <laughs> he had a very he had a very very expensive divorce. I mean, very expensive divorce. So I'm sure he was like, and then he wasn't really doing good on TV either. I mean, it sucks. Oh he yeah, he did this one show and yeah, it, it, it like very, got canceled. Yeah, and I quickly. think that that really that really affected his health. Mm-hmm. And it just, he saw himself deteriorating. I mean, I got to meet him, bro, at a dance party at a, some rich guy's yacht. Oh, really? In San Francisco. Yeah, there's oh. a picture. There's a picture oh, of you with shit. Him. I, well, I didn't see that one, but I remember no? when I was trying to find photos of you to like right. use for to post. Yeah. I saw you on a yacht, like, but I guess it looked like, like, I was, it was like, hey. it, 
it was a some rich guy from San Francisco, and his neighbor was Robin Williams. And he told me, he goes, oh yeah, Robin Williams is gonna come here. He likes a lot of dance. So, and I was a DJ. Plus, they hired a tribute band called. Uh, it was it, it was in the Depeche See, Mode. It was Cool in a Gang. No, yeah. Earth Wind and Fire. It was an Earth Wind and Fire tribute band. Great, a, amazing band. Yeah, like eleven guys up on stage, and I got to meet Robin Williams that night. And I made him sweat. He was dancing with his wife. And, That's and then cool. I, I reached down and I knew, you know, I wasn't supposed to, but he was right there. And he's much my, my, I just want to share this with you real quick. All right. And, and uh, I just said, hey, Mr. Williams, I'm a big fan. Do you mind if I take a picture? Oh, you're the DJ. Oh, man, good stuff there, my boy. Of course. Chick, chick, took a picture with him. And he goes, what else? I go, anything in request? He goes, yeah, give me some of that groovy stuff, Mr. Mr. DJ. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Man, that that's made so my cool, night. dude. That's freaking and then, awesome. And then after, you know, and then that, you know, when I heard his death, it was just, you know. So this, so this was kind of towards the, towards the end of his life then? This, yes, this... it was. Oh, it was. Shit. It was towards the end of his life because I got to see him as a natural, just, Dude, for four hours, I got to see him just, just dancing out, away, dancing away, dude. He looked like a a, a, a sweaty bear because he's very hairy. <laughs> yeah, he is. His, he if is you see, hairy. if you see the picture with me, if you see his rosy cheeks, because that's he just came out of the dance floor. <laughs> well, all right, rosy well, cheeks. Since we're we we're gonna have to post this because freaking people are gonna be like, you know, be like, what are they talking about? So you know, we I got I'll post this on the site. But man, that's an amazing freaking story. That's so oh, cool sorry. that you got yeah, to yeah. meet him, man. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Freaking. Well, I guess you know we're we're towards the end. Uh, liar, liar. Uh, one thing about this, uh, Jim Carrey had had done three films with the director Tom Sadak, I believe so. Yes. Uh, he ended up doing Ace Ventura. He ended up doing Liar, Liar, and Bruce Almighty. So he did three three films that were that ended up being uh, huge hits. Also, two, uh, Jim Carrey ended up. He was supposed to play uh, what's his name, Doctor Evil. He was supposed to play Doctor Evil. So Mike Myers in in Austin Powers wasn't originally going to be playing Doctor Evil. It was supposed to be Jim Carrey, but Are Jim Carrey, yeah, but Jim Carrey ended up leaving that film, like declining that, and went to do this movie because he was going to be the lead. Or with Austin Powers, he wasn't the lead. Oh, so I guess that's wow. where where that's, that's so right because they both were released during the same time around. That yeah. Time. Cause I remember, like, I was a a freshman in in, in high school. It was school a, it was a competition with between Mike Myers and Jim Carrey. Oh that. hell yeah! Do you, did you ever watch like those MTV Movie Awards of that time? Of course, they would always go up there. Each one would always go up there making jokes. Right? Oh, Them, man. Adam Sandler too. Like I like Mike Myers' uh, Saturday uh, skit where he plays the guy who ha- who he wears all black and he's like, Oh, Dita. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's all. Yeah, that's so cool, dude. Oh man, I miss that. I gotta watch some YouTube of that. (laughs) So yeah, good times. Good times. Seriously. So yeah. So so liar, liar, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Go revisit it. Like seriously. Like I. I know we didn't for your date. You know, uh, just check it out. It's really it's a good fun fun ride, and you know you can smoke a joint and you'll be laughing. Believe me, smoke a joint. A nice. Just Indica, and you'll be in heaven. And it, in heaven. And it's an easy film to follow. It's literally a lawyer who can't lie for 24 hours, and you see the hijinks that happen. It's, yes. There's not much story to follow after that. It's, it's a simple story. You know, one of the, the only thing I had an issue with right before we end, I have to say this. The only issue I had this, with this movie, and I brought it up before when I, we recorded the Wedding Singer episode years ago, and I'll say it again. The only thing that bothers me is in, in most movies, like, for instance, I'll use The Wedding Singer. When you see uh, Julia is her fiance, Glenn, he's an asshole. So right away, you see uh, Adam Sandler's character, Robbie, where he's interested in, in, in Julia. And at the end, they end up together. So we have no issue with that because she's technically starting to cheat on Glenn also. And they end up making out at one point and she's starting to have feelings for someone else while she's engaged. We excuse that because Glenn is an asshole. Glenn is evil. Glenn is cheating on her. He, he, he admits to that when they're at the China club where, 
where he tells you like, oh yeah, he's like, oh, you're getting married. I guess you got to give all that up. He's like, what are you talking about? I work in the city. I work long hours. And mm-hmm. he's like, what the fuck? Like, and you realize he's a jerk. So you want to see Julia's character uh, leave this guy to be with Robbie because Robbie's the good guy, right? Mm, right? In this film, when we see Carrie Alwis, his character He's uh, what what's his character's name? Matt? No, not Max. That's the kid's name. What what? I don't know what his character's name his is. His name was. Well, while uh, you look his character's name, he is not a bad guy. They make him out just to be kind of uh, a little he's, nerdy. Yeah, he's nerdy, like the nerdy goofy. good guy. But he's not a you bad know? guy at all. He's trying to be awesome with Max. You know, he he. It, they've been dating for a while. They're semi serious. Jerry. Been, yeah, Jerry. So. He he seems like he has a great job and he's gonna be leaving out of the city. He proposes and what happens? Freaking she ends up leaving him to be with it's like, why is that okay? Like like that that's it's like that sucks. I feel bad for him because he didn't deserve that. He was a good guy, he was a nice guy, he wasn't cheating on her, he wasn't abusive, none of that. And yet hey, we it, I've been I, I've been I've been in that situation, dude. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Trust me, dude. So oh, you know what it feels like. I know you. I'm like, I'm hearing you. I was like, man, this is deep, man. He's talking about himself. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him, man. And, he, and he's talking about me. He's like, really? <laughs> You're going to leave me for that guy? Oh, my no, exact, dude. That happens all the time. It's like, really? That that guy? That chorizo? You but like that, that chorizo better? But that's the thing. In Hollywood, they, they <laughs> kind of make it, they give you a reason where you're like, no, like Dude. this, the guy's always an asshole. This movie is the only movie I feel like this guy didn't deserve that. And it sucks. I feel bad they for Jerry. Do, you know what? They should do a part two then. Yeah. To Jerry's find out what return. happens after Jerry's return. Yeah. A lot, call it truth, truth. He became fucking huge, like Hollywood producer, dude. And- <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and he, he hired, hired Matt. He needs a lawyer. Yes. There's something going on where he's being sued. He needs a lawyer and he has to hire Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. There you go. There's part two. There you go. Boom. And then yeah. he hires him. And then that's when he realized, like, wait a minute, you stole my fiance. Exactly. And then that's when they, but then yeah. they, I don't know. Maybe and then Max like comes in and he was like, hey, I just, you know, why are you guys fighting? I, I'm successful. I just got a, you know, I got a cannabis dispensary business going on now. <laughs> <laughs> here's some joints yeah. relax dad his favorite don't be an asshole his favorite strain is called the claw <laughs> the claw <laughs> hey do you uh, got some of that claw dog yeah i got some indica claw dog you want some of that like hey dog i like the claw hey, hey, give me hey that's a that is a good name for it they put it down dude for a bit the claw of, i'm gonna i'm gonna claw. type that up the yeah. claw the yeah, claw. it sativa. feels like you're. Yeah, you're being. You're being. It's like, oh, is it? Is it gonna? Yeah, sativa or indica? What do you think? Sativa? I think sativa because it's a claw. It's a. It just yeah. grabs you. Like, oh, it grabs fuck. you, holds you down. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> or lifts you, or or, or, or lifts you up. No, it lifts you up. You up. Yeah, it there you go. You, it grabs you and lifts you up. It's a fucking. Yeah, claw. there you go. Because it, because I know indica and sativa. One of them no, is like. Chill. Yeah, one makes you sleepy. The other one gives you that nice high. Yeah, look at people are going, God, Freddie knows a lot about cannabis, that marijuana. (laughs) El marijuano. (laughs) Marijuana. Hey. All right, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Liar, Liar, Jim Carrey, 1997. Check it out. Like I said, it's a great film. All right, well, we're at the end. And right before we leave, we're always going to give Song of the Week. This week's Song of the Week, you could say it relates to Mr. Freddie Morales right here because why, ladies and gentlemen? And I, it, it's a perfect song that is, I always try to try to relate it to like the film or the year it was released. This move, this song was not released when this movie was released, but the title, the type of song that it is deals with not lying necessarily, but telling the truth instead of choosing not to lie this person decided to tell the truth and now regrets it because it ended up making things worse and they felt they should have just continued to lie, but they decided to have the policy of truth. So ladies and gentlemen, this week's song of the week is Depeche Mode's Policy of Truth. What you know about Policy of Truth, sir? 
Ooh, I know a lot about the policy of truth. I sing it all the time. It's one of my favorite songs. It's a great song off that album. That one in Halo. I love I'm not not actually oh, that great. that is not that's from this is actually from a what Violator. You call it? Violator. I'm sorry. No, yeah, Halo. I yeah, love Halo both. actually over that one. I, yeah. I don't know. I got confused because we we're talking music for the masses earlier, but no. Uh, Halo and this one are two of my favorites. That one, and also I think New Dress. You know, I, I love all that yeah, whole album. Is in Blue Dress, right? Yes. Is on there. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know, so never mind. It's the whole goddamn album. album is a good album. <laughs> People tend to say it's their favorite album, but yeah, this album, this song was released in in 1990 because the album was you know 1990 released. Yes. So. So yeah, check it's Depeche Mode. What else can you say more with this song? It's amazing, and yeah, it it really deals with that. It's the policy of truth, where it's like it's literally in the lyrics. You had something to hide, should have hidden it, shouldn't you? But now you're not satisfied for what you've been put through. It's just it's it's literally that. It's like yeah, it exactly. could have been like maybe the girlfriend asked him like, hey, have you ever cheated on me or did you sleep with this person? And instead of just lying he decided to be like you know what i'm just gonna tell the truth so we could get past this we can move forward he told the truth and it just fucked things up and now she left and he's like fuck i it's like i decided to be truthful and it just ruined everything so yeah so there you go policy of truth from lying from lying to liar liar to telling the truth so there you have it ladies and gentlemen depeche most policy of truth all right right before we leave i'm gonna pass it over to freddie we got two more films left so what's the next jim carrey movie Oh my God! I don't even know. You don't even know? No. <laughs> you know what? All right. Oh, then you know what? You know, I've been on this. You know, a lot of been happening because, because of course, because uh, Black Lives Matter. It was yeah the week, so we were like just you know following that. But uh, what should we do as the next one for Jim Carrey? All right. Well, um, you know what? Hey, how about how about I put it out there to the audience? I'll put it on a go. poll. I'll put it on a poll. I'll say like audience, which one do you, which Jim Carrey movie should we do next? I'm like, I know our buddies at ruining our podcast. They, they tend to do polls. So it seems like I'm stealing their idea, but I, I mean, I, I can't think of which one to do next. And so I, yeah, feel it's like, honest. We, we, we got stuck. It'll be yeah. good to have. Them so let's, let's see input. what the audience says. They'll vote on it and let's see. So our next film, it will be Jim Carrey. Which one should we do? So there's, there's a good pick a, pick a nineties Jim Carrey, ladies and gentlemen, don't give us, 2000 we don't want to do uh bruce almighty you know so you could give us cable guy you could give us uh freaking dumb and dumber you can give us a freaking what else uh batman forever oh yes oh you know or maybe early to early 2000s maybe yeah like me myself and irene that was like that was like 2000 something right yeah 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 so 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 yeah so give us give us whatever and you know or i'll do a poll and let's see you know which film would you want us and whichever they they answer boom all right there you have it ladies and gentlemen well um you know freddie it's been amazing uh, once again yeah. awesome again, thank you thank so you much for, for having me for having you on you know uh you know what no why am i thanking you for having you on you are a part of the show now man oh i'm the host too you are a host it's like you're not a guest i'm so used to like i'm so brand new it's just i don't even know i know i'm like yet. thanking you like as if you're a guest no man you you're on it oh yeah there's truman show i forgot there's truman show also oh yes exactly truman That's show. A no 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 yeah exactly i I'm the host now. It feels nice. You're feels a host. Nice. So, yeah. so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the official announcement. We posted about it. Thank Freddie is now uh, a part of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast, ladies and Woo-hoo! gentlemen. So there All you have right. it. But I think it's time that we hop into our DeLorean and travel back to the future. has been a Brothers Bear Network production.